Hi, I'm Kiki. And I'm Kemi. And you're listening to Your Advisors Will See You Now, a podcast that will help you to figure out all of your options for life after high school. What's up, everybody? This is the Yeah, Your Advisors Will See You Now, but we decided that we wanted to be more personal with you guys and actually share with you what we talk about before we end up recording, because usually it just ends up being a part of higher ed or a part of higher ed rants or adulthood, which all kind of ties together. Mm-hmm. So we want to get your impact, your impact. We want to get your feedback too about what you feel about this, but we just wanted to discuss more about topics that are in the realm of what happens after you go to college. What does that look like? Have your dreams come true after you got that degree? What are you doing after that to maintain what quote unquote adulthood is? How do you know you made it to adulthood? And all those kind of in-between things that you don't really necessarily talk about in college. You know, you're kind of pushed towards this pipeline of kindergarten, elementary school, middle school, high school, if you go to college or military, whatever, you know, master's, PhD, and then you're like, oh, I'm here. And it's like, you're here. What's next? Like, you know, so we want to kind of talk about those in-betweens because this is like a big gray area that everybody in life has to swim through. Mm-hmm. And there's not really a course on it. So mm-hmm. we just want to share our thoughts and our ramblings and our complaints <laughs> as well in this little series. But we thought it'd be good to talk about, since it's the beginning of the new year, if we put this right in the beginning of January, making plans. Because our plans are always set, like I just said before, like from when you're young. And then now mm-hmm. you're he- out here in adulthood. It's like, all right, you really have more of a say of what are you going to do now in your quote unquote adulthood? Like what's, what's the next steps? And everybody always talks about like your five-year plans. Um, and I kind of have different views on that too, because I feel like society, I feel like I'm rambling. Please interject Kiki, please interject. Mm, you're not you rambling. Yeah, yeah, I was, <laughs> I'm enjoying your, your radio voice. But I feel, I know I feel like I'm not like in this episode today, <laughs> we are going to. <laughs> uh, but I feel as though, you know, we get to this point where everybody's always asking, okay, like, what's your five-year plan? This, what, what do you have coming up? Or even after, it's like, you got a call. It's like, when are you going to get married? When are you going to have kids? When are you going to buy a house? When are you mm-hmm. going to have another kid? And it's like, when, why when, are you when? clocking me? And why when? is this, why is this the set, the checklist? Like, can I meditate on my, my checklist of what I want to do in my time frame? Sometimes I don't even know what I'm going to, well, actually, no. I'm like, sometimes I don't even know what I'm going to eat tomorrow. I'm like, usually I do because I'm chubby. And I, no, like, that's, <laughs> I don't, but I don't either. I mean. I pre-play. Sometimes, but no, I, I agree. I don't ever, I don't ever recall discussing like when we were in college, like our plans. It was just like, I'm just trying to get to the next day. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, that point, once you get to senior year and it's like um, February, March, and people are like, what are you going to do? I didn't know what I was doing until late April, May for after graduation. But yeah, it's just, you're right. People are, it is like this society's always clocking, like, what are you going to do next? And I wonder, I don't know where that comes from, but mm-hmm. I feel like we need to chill out on that because you don't know what kind of pressure that's putting on somebody um, that's just not ready for all that. Like everyone's not ready for 
buying a house, everyone that ready for marriage. Everybody doesn't want to be married, doesn't want to have kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we have. I think we have to just do, uh, just be more mindful of people. And this is this is a different generation. Yeah. Like our generation is just we're just a lot different. The generation behind us is much different. They are like we are very. Our generation, we're millennials. We are. I don't know. I don't think don't we're. I don't think we fit you guys in. are millennials. No. Yeah, I hate. I hate to use that, <laughs> but we are. But I don't think we're not like really fitting into a box, you know. Yeah. And even the ones behind us, that's Gen Gen Z. Gen they Z are, is yeah. The, I guess you're saying behind us, they're after us. Yeah. The the, young, the one younger than us. The generation yeah. below us, they are definitely different. They do their own thing. Yeah, yeah they're don't different. put them in a box. Yeah, I think it's interesting. Well. One, before like, we escape to this next topic of the rambling, like, and I, and I think what me and Kiki are also saying, too, is that we're not saying that you shouldn't have goals. I think we're also saying like you mm-hmm. shouldn't have it written down on a paper and be like, oh, my goodness, I'm stressing out because I haven't met this particular goal of, oh, my goodness, like, I am not a CEO of my dream job. It's been mm-hmm. two years. Like, don't stress out, like, with that. You know, mm-hmm. so there's things called life. And this also spills into my second tangent of how we're saying, you know, the generation below us and then the generation behind us is different because now the variable of the pandemic that kicked in, it really like stirred up the pot in terms of things. Mm, I think mm-hmm. when it comes to, cause with the pandemic straight up, everybody I've talked to when they were home and just thinking that the world was going to crash the next day, <laughs> everybody had that moment of my day to day life. Is this really what I want to be doing? Do I yeah. really feel like my life is being fulfilled right now? Do I really what I've been doing, do I really want to foresee myself doing this for the rest of my life? Because I could die at any minute. And I know that mm-hmm. sounds morbid, but so many sure. people took that time mm-hmm. to look within themselves and think of what have I been doing that wasn't useful to me or mm-hmm. didn't mean anything to me. And can I, um, because I, and, you know, chime in whatever too, Kiki, because when you look back, me and Warren always talk about like our parents' generation, like most of the people in our parents' generation and probably your, 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 your generation too. I think a lot of our parents' generation from millennials, most of them, for the most part, not everybody, stuck to like one job and like, mm-hmm. that was it like for a right. long time. Right. And I think that's where a lot of millennials also got this idea of, oh, I go to college to stick in this one degree, mm-hmm. this one kind of career because that's where I'm supposed to be. And that's not for everybody, right. but I think that's overall that's kind of like oh the thinking of it you know like Mm -hmm. oh i need to go to school become a doctor that's it that's where i stay that's that's what i do for the rest of my life well i think that's all we've seen too that's that's like what we've seen like you said we like our parents modeled that our parents i think we are hard workers we but we are also like very passionate people just general Mm -hmm. in our generation but we you know we our parents definitely modeled like you stick to one thing and that's sustainable. Like I'm sticking to this, not because like, and they don't, they didn't always love their jobs. Mm-hmm. I think that's a big difference, difference with us. We like, we want to love our jobs and make money. Whereas with them, it was for a lot of them. Not, so we're not generalizing, but for the most part, it was like, you know, I'm just going, I'm going to work to support my family, to support mm-hmm. you, to make sure that we didn't have, you know, the lives that they live. They want us, us to do better. So yeah. Yeah, it. I and I definitely thought that too. Like when I graduated and I got into higher education, I was like, I'm gonna do this forever. I think I look back. I I really thought. I mean, I've been doing it for forever. But I think we've been doing this for 
a little like I mean I've been in higher ed in a sense uh, for like eight years now. Yeah, I think I've been and, here maybe going on seven, eight. Yeah, now. been here for a long time. Yeah, it's been a long time, <laughs> but I really thought when I got in, I was like, yeah, I'm gonna be working with students and I'm gonna you know do different things in student affairs, and I'm no, I'm not. <laughs> Honest, honesty hour, I realize that I'm not. And I, I, think, it's, I think that's okay yeah. that we're not going to do that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't think we're, we're, not, we're definitely not saying that planning and having goals, because maybe, you, maybe you're a recent graduate and you see yourself in this job forever. I think that's the cool thing about having friends, connecting, networking. You can do more than one thing these days. I think you always could. It's just now it's more acceptable to maybe have your nine to five and have side hustles. Mm -hmm. It's okay to pivot if you don't want to be in this job right now. You can always pivot out. You can always pivot back. You know, so there's just, I think there's just a lot more freedom in how we do things, how we can yeah. choose to like work and like live, you know, live your life these days. There's just more, uh, and I don't know, maybe, maybe it is that like the generations that are above us, the older generations, I know, and you know, my family in the past, like, yeah, when, when are you going to do this? When are you going to do that? And I'm like, I'm different than you. I'm different than y'all. Like, I don't want to <laughs> do that right now. Um, and that's, that's fine. And I, I feel like I've had to like stick to my guns because they don't ask me anymore. And so. <laughs> I'm like, leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. At this point, I feel like it's like, okay, she's going to do what she wants to do when she wants to do it. Like every now and then, like, I don't get the, I don't get the dating thing. They don't ask me that. They don't ask me about that. I'm like, please don't. Or marriage, I'm, I'll do it when I'm ready. But the thing that they do ask, so like every now and then, if I like say something about my job, and they're like, "Well, you don't go back, go back and get your master's degree," and I'm like, "Even that, like Girl. I had a plan, I had a plan for my master's degree. I don't know, I think you know this, but I applied to like about probably five years ago. I applied to four schools. Let me just say, I'm sure y'all know this, but applying to grad school is very expensive. Applying to grad school, taking the GRE. I paid for a class that was two grand out of my pocket because somebody told me I need to boost my GPA or like show, like prove to grad school that I could do well in grad school. I paid for a $2,000 class. And so like all, like that whole experience of applying to four schools, taking the GRE, taking this class was probably $3,000 or a little bit more out of my pocket. I don't know where that money came from, but it came, it was it was somewhere, but, and I didn't get into any grad school. I didn't get into that one grad school. And so now, when, you know, when I'm, they're like, well, oh, what about your master's degree? Master's degree in what? Like, I don't know in what. Right. So I'm not about Especially to spend. If you don't know. Yeah. Right. I'm not about to just get it for the sake of having a title. Like that's sounds yes. great and everything, but I'm really over that. Um, like having the credentials, like it's like have the credentials that make sense for what I want to do. I'm not just going to do some random, yes. random degree that is not going to help me, doesn't benefit me, it's not interesting to me, just because somebody else wants me to have it. So. Yeah, but like, I just want to, that makes me think of the story. My dad, we were talking like two, three months ago, mm -hmm. and he, you know, I had a dream. I was like, oh, here we go. And he, he was like, <laughs> he was like, he going to say something that I'm about to not like. And yeah, that's what happened. He was like, I had a dream, you know, you, you were going to get your PhD, and you were going to like teach, and... And it was like he had the dream, but I feel like he also put in a little more of what he wanted from yeah, it and was trying mm -hmm. to you know, speak life in, to, into me. I was like, it, that was great from him, too. You're like, yo, you can do this. You can do this. I'm like, oh, I know I can. I don't want to. <laughs> like, right, right. One, I like, I am not, I'm like, please. It was, 
I got gray hairs from graduating in undergrad. And then my behind went back and I went to grad school. And once I finished grad school, I said, I was like, I do never, I do not want to be graded ever again. Like I don't want to, yeah. mm-hmm. I don't want to be graded in life anymore. I'm done with it. I don't want to, especially working and going to school again. I don't want to do that. <laughs> I just don't want mm-hmm. to do that. It's not for me. And I don't want to go to a PhD program talking to people that are in the PhD program that are really good at research and writing that are just taxed out. And I was like, if you are taxed out, if you are taxed out, I will die. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Right. And I'm like, I'm not big, big into, depending on what the research is, but I can't see myself dedicating another X amount of years to that for me. Mm-hmm. Some people, that's what they like to do and that's what they want to do and that's what they're built to do. So it's like, yeah, if I know that that doesn't align with me, then I don't want to do that or waste my time and waste my money. Mm-hmm. So if that's not a passion for mine, then don't pursue it. I'm not going to chase anybody else's dream anymore. Right. <laughs> time yeah, to look in, like in myself of what, what, what I want to do next and not what needs to be done because mm-hmm. of a title or my dad wants me to do. I was like, I love you, yeah. dad. I appreciate you so much. All right. I got to go. Right. <laughs> love you. Bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs> so did you see, uh, I'm going to ask this. Did you have a plan? Like if you looked back to when you graduated Mm-hmm. college like did you have a did you have a plan and if you did have a plan like do you think like did, it, did the plan like go according accordingly um no so when I was a senior in college I had like my major in psychology for my undergrad and then oh, crazy story people probably be like really girl I'm like yeah I'll tell you my story don't y'all be punking me so this is me what I am um, so I was senior year. I did all these psychology courses. Now when I think about it too, God was telling me, girl, this ain't for you. Because mm-hmm. I took also abnormal psychology and I was like, oh, this is some deep stuff. I don't know if I can be doing this. And then I took, what was it, criminal psychology or something like that? Yo, the depressing stuff we had to read every other mm-hmm. week yeah. about things that I don't want to say because I don't know if you can get kicked off podcasts and things for saying these certain buzzwords. I don't know if we're not like YouTube or whatever. But like all these heinous crimes, I'm like, yeah, Mm -hmm. um, I don't want to do it. Because at first I was like, yeah, I think I want to do forensic psychology. And then I started digging deep into it. I'm like, girl, you're stupid. Like, what's your your (laughs) fragile-minded sense just stuff? Like, no. My mind would be jacked up with all the things that you have to deal with, like criminal Mm -hmm. profiling, all that stuff. No. And then I also saw the movie Senior Year for Color Girls. Do you remember that movie? I didn't see it, but I know y'all saw it, yeah. Ooh, talk about oh man depressing and i yeah. was like if mm-hmm. i had to have these girls in my office i would just be crying with them because i'm yeah. like yo like i that's some deep stuff and i'm the kind mm-hmm. of sense and i'm the kind of and i think it just comes with awareness of as you keep growing of who you are mm-hmm. i'm the kind of person if someone's you know confiding in me to help them and some stuff that's really really heavy um of what they went through i can't go home and separate from that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it, was, it would still be heavy on my mind and impact my my home or whatever I'm doing yeah. once I leave out the office mm-hmm. um, because I would get really emotionally attached in that manner. And I knew that mm-hmm. would not be healthy for me and that wouldn't be sustainable for me. Um, but during that, when I realized that, like I feel like God was speaking to me in that, it was kind of too late because I was already trying to apply for grad school and I was applying yeah. for, there was like a, a grad school and I did get into it too. Um, 
I forgot where it was. It was. I, I remember this. I don't remember where it was either. I, I forgot where it was, but I wanted to do like Christian counseling or something like that. Yeah. Um, but like. Oh, a, I remember this. What was the yeah. school? Okay, I can't. Yeah. I forgot. It was like clinical psychology, but like yeah, I'm trying to put my faith into it. Um, but it was somewhere in the south. And then just even looking at the financing of how I was going to pay for it, that I wanted to take out more loans. Um, I was like, just the kind of, I was moving even further out away from home. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'd, at that point, I was like, it's kind of too late to keep on applying for scholarships at that point. It was kind of like a big, big jump for me. And yeah. like after praying about it and stuff, I was like, I think I'm going to hold off on this for now. And then that was definitely not my plan because my original mm-hmm. plan was as a high school, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go to college. I'm going to get a bank job. Like, I'm going to get like a bomb job that pays mad money once I get out of undergrad. <laughs> Who gets that? But anyway, <laughs> you special if that happens to you. This is yeah. that dude be getting good, good jobs yeah. after undergrad. But you better work your butt off and networking all this stuff. But yeah. that was my thought. I was like, yeah, with a psychology degree, I'm going to leave undergrad with a money, ma- with a job making bank. I'm going to live in North Carolina. I'm not going back to New England. I'm not going back to cold New England. Um, my broke behind went back to New England. <laughs> <laughs> the cold New England. The cold New England. Talk about humbling. <laughs> and then uh, definitely took like a year or two to kind of figure out what next. And then, but I mean, everything... I don't know if you're spiritual not listening to this. I think everything always comes out. To, if you're praying about it, everything will come to where it's supposed to be. Like you're mm-hmm. going to be where you need to be in life, where everything needs to be. Because mm-hmm. came back home, still hated the cold, but I was able to work in a job where they, were, they could pay amount of money for me to go back to school to get my master's. I also found my husband that way. If I was somewhere mm-hmm. else, I wouldn't have found him that way. Right, right. So everything kind of works out how it's supposed to work out. Mm-hmm. But... For me, I I guess I try not to stress as much of like what's your four year plan and to peer pressure myself to stick to it because literally throughout my whole span of my life, I feel like it's always been different from my mind. Like mm-hmm. it's always been different. Like I even thought even down to the point where I swore I was gonna go to college in Virginia. I was telling people, I'm going to Virginia. <laughs> like cause I went to visit there a couple of times. I was like, I'm going to Virginia, I'm going to college in Virginia. I'm leaving this thing, going to Virginia. I didn't go to college in Virginia. I went to college in North Carolina and fell in love with it. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I always have like these plans. They're sort of there, but like the plan is still there, but shifts in some aspect Mm -hmm. a little bit. It's like, yeah, you did leave, but you didn't go to Virginia. You went to North Carolina. One state down. Yeah, one state below. Yeah, so it's still like some kind of shifting. Like I didn't end up doing like counseling, but here I am like an advising, which is kind of similar to it. Lighter issues, depending on, you know, certain students, certain things. Yeah, some days. So my plans are always there. They were kind of shifted in a different way, not as I originally interpreted, but fine with that. Right. But, mm-hmm. but what about you? Like, what were your thoughts? Like, do you think all the plans that you had for yourself, what, in, what made you, what, in, what affected you to make the plans that you wanted to make for your life? And do you think you made it? You achieved them? No. Does that make sense? None of the, yeah. Um, none of the plans that I, and I, I'm not, first of all, I'm not really a planner, not good at planning. I won't say I'm not good at it. I don't, I just don't really plan, but I mean, I always had ideas of like what I wanted to do. So like, I guess going into college, I knew I was like, I want to be a 
physical therapist, I think. I would say my whole life, I don't even, I, I remember being like little and saying I wanted to be a pediatrician. And I think it's just because I, I liked going to the doctor. I've always liked doctor environment, like the doctor um, office environment. Like, I don't know why I'm always weird like that, but I've always liked stuff like that. So I, I knew I wanted to be some kind of doctor. And I grew up, I was an athlete growing up. So I was like, okay, well, I want to be a pediatrician now. Sorry, a physical therapist. And that was because I hung out with that hung out. But, you know, I was always getting treated for something. I like the Mm -hmm. trainers and physical therapists. So I was like, this is cool. And I wouldn't say it was like a plan. Well, it was a plan because I went in. I was exercise science major. I feel like I'm not even sure how this happened. But my second semester, maybe I was in anatomy and physiology. I don't know how (laughs) I don't know how I got into that. But I did that class and barely made it out with a C. And then I took like introduction to sports science the next semester and did not like it. And I just changed my major. And I think I just didn't do like the research to really understand what it, I just saw what they did. I didn't understand like what it was. So that was one plan that I was just like, I thought like that was the last time I probably planned. Like I had an idea in my head. That was probably the last time that I was like, this is what I want to be. And I'm going to do it. That well, like, was it the last time? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't really feel like I planned to be in higher education i just like fell into this i would say mm-hmm. um so if i can remember like if i can think back like that was like a goal that didn't happen the the doctor route and then my mom was like well you should go to law school and i was like i should go to law school i don't know why <laughs> i i don't like hmm, i don't know i never i've never like imagined myself in that and didn't even like the major. I, I, so I changed from exercise science to political science. Didn't even like the major. Could not stand my political science classes. I think I liked one class, and that was because I'm, I'm a very like, hands-on person, which you're probably thinking you should have stayed in science then. But I, um, I like practical things. So I, I think we had like one class in, during the election season. So I got to go campaign with somebody and I was like, this is fun. Cause I'm like not sitting in a classroom. Mm-hmm. And that was all I really enjoyed. Got to have to go campaign. Like, um, like, for like a local candidate. I'm going to go make a corny joke. What was it? Um, from him, <laughs> from Hamilton. What was it? With Burr, Burr, he goes like door to door. And he's like in Hamilton. It was like, um, I got to watch that show today because I'm rusty on my words. Um, he's like going door to door. He's like, dun, 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 dun. And he's like giving out pamphlets and stuff like that. <laughs> if you had to choose, if you had to choose. I don't know. Wrong one. Sorry. You can cut that, that joke was, out. <laughs> no, keep, it, keep it in there, Warren. Keep that joke in there. Because <laughs> um, that's what I mean. That's what I had to do. It was like a, lo- like a local Burlington candidate. What was it called? Alamance County candidate. You know? Okay. Um, and it was like I enjoyed that because, like I said, I wasn't sitting in the classroom. I, I think I really went to that class, still got an A in it. You know, I was like, this is cool. Got a D in senior seminar and almost had a conniption. I emailed that professor, like, please, like, I'm so sorry for I, I was apologizing for getting a D in that class, but I just knew that wasn't what I wanted to do. I had an internship too, so I think this will help me know I wanted to work with, with like young people. So, mm-hmm. again, it wasn't a plan, it was just like I did a class in college and they were like, yeah, they were like, um, you can do this. If you take this class, you are eligible for this internship experience. And so I did an internship over the summer, the summer before my senior year. And I really enjoyed it. And it was, it was community organizing and helping youth in Massachusetts campaign for 
youth jobs. So I was like, okay, I kind of like working with young people, even though I was like still young myself, but I was like, I really enjoy this. So I'd never, I didn't even plan for that. It was just like, I wanted to do internship one summer. I just got an internship and did that. And I was like, okay, I enjoy this. And so I think that's what helped me to fall into higher education. I never planned. I never saw myself being in higher education at all. But I think also I had a lot of mentors around me that I was like, okay, they enjoy what they do working with us. They really put their heart and soul into working with us. I'll do this. And, and yeah. again, even like my first job at like that, that job I had at Elon in the multicultural center, I didn't ask for that. I didn't apply for it. Mr. Leon just asked me like, do you want to come work here after you graduate? I was like, yes, I didn't, I didn't think about it. I didn't pray about it. I was just like, yes, I just needed a job after graduation. So I don't know. I can't remember. Sorry, I'm, I'm going on a tangent from your question. Okay, but um, yeah, I don't think I ever really planned. I keep saying that. I, I really didn't ever plan to be here. So I can't say that anything has gone according to what I wanted it to be. Because I honestly, I feel like God always, even like I said, I never really prayed like I needed to about like a job. I think my current job is the only one I really prayed for. I truly believe, even despite circumstances, I truly believe I'm meant to be here, like in this, you know, season. But I feel like that was, you know, God answered my prayers in that situation. But I feel like He's always just kind of like dropped me somewhere. Mm -hmm. And so I can't really say, like, yes, yeah, my plans have gone according to how I wanted them to go. Cause I don't mm -hmm. know that I really had plans. Now, in this season of life, I do have plans. And I guess we'll mm -hmm. see <laughs> how they go. But I, yeah. I am trying to include God in my plans more because that's just what I, I, that's just for me. I just know that's what I need to do. Like I can't do this by mm -hmm. myself. So we'll see how this next season of life goes. Yeah. Um, Cause I feel I wonder, like I still even have no plans, but yeah. <laughs> I wonder if that's, and I don't obviously know, cause I'm just speaking from both of us. I feel, I'm not sure if it's like, there's it's obviously not, I'm spe spewing my mind. I wonder if it's like different types of planning in people. I'm the kind of person like I over plan too, 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 too much. Like mm -hmm. way, way too much. Like I'm even pre-planning for like Christmas. My family comes down and making lists as I go now for certain mm -hmm. things. Like, I need to remember to pack this. I need this with this. I need to tell my family that they need to bring this. Not to bring this. This. We need to drive down on this. Day. Like I'm always over, over planning. Um, but then like when you were just talking right now, you sound a lot like Warren when he talks about his journey too, because he feels like he always has just kind of been placed to where he needed to be. Because mm -hmm. even he, when he graduated from high school, he did commute, his parents were just like, well, we can't pay for college for you. So you got to figure it out. Mm -hmm. So he was like, well, okay. So he went to community college, you know, like like first semester or so. And he was like, mm, I need to find a way to pay for college. I'm not really right. feeling this. And that's how he kind of was led toward the path of being in the, in the army too. Mm -hmm. But it's like all things that have happened. Like I always say, I always say like, God's gonna, you know, put you where you need to be when you need to be. Cause mm -hmm. even looking at his, his journey, like he was in the army and he got out, he was doing like some, what was it? Where was he working at when I was dating him? So I'm like this AV kind of tech kind of place. Then we started dating. And then he ended up working. His was a great journey. I wish I kind of had his journey of his career choice. Because he ended up getting picked up by this kind of cybersecurity forensics thing. Mm -hmm. He had like light experience with like technology. 
he didn't even have have his bachelor's completed yet, but they took him on and they did a lot of training in there right. while he was still getting his, while he finished, went to school and finished his bachelor's in like IT management, I think. Mm-hmm. And, but even the bachelor's degree wasn't perfectly succinct with his career job, but they took him on and did a lot of the training. Right. And a lot of mm-hmm. that training is literally training that someone, he says it to me all the time. It's like, if you wanted to do it, you could probably just do training and you could do it. You don't mm-hmm. need a degree for it. And now he, where he is now doing like forensic processing, it's like, dang, I wish I got a layup like that. <laughs> but for, yeah, for real. Meanwhile, it's like I, I'm over planning and it ain't even working. So it's like, that's why I say like I, you're put in places where you need to be put and where you need to be placed for specific, specific seasons mm-hmm. and specific reasons. That's just my thought of it. That's just my thought. No, it's so. absolutely it's, it's true. Because even even now, like I said, um, my current circumstance in my job, I'm I'm looking, I don't mind saying this, I'm looking to pivot out. It's been almost five years and it's time. But I even have a manager that she told me like two years ago. She was like, Okay, you've been here three years, like what you like, what's next? Like, get I, out. <laughs> right. But this was like, so I would say like pre-pandemic, I was mm-hmm. like, I'm gonna be here for a long time. You know, I was like, I don't care, like I like what I do here. I'm gonna be here for a while. Mm-hmm. Post-pandemic, I'm like, oh heck no, I gotta get up out of here and go. But I do I do believe, like even you're saying what you know about Warren, like he had like opportunities at his job or basically opportunities that you know helped him with the job. And I feel like that's where I am now. Cause with so much, you know, I'm I'll just say I'm not quite sure what I want to do next. I I have no idea. I'm thinking, I'm thinking of something, but I'm not quite sure. So Working mm-hmm. at this job, we get free classes. And I also work at a community college. So it's like you have opportunity. If I can like take one free class, I'm going to do it. And I am taking one right now. So I'm like exploring things. And I feel like I wouldn't have the opportunity otherwise. Like there's you know, obviously courses out there and ways to dabble in things. But I'm like, I'm getting a free class. And I'm trying to take advantage of it while I'm here. And even if, even if it wasn't free, it would still be very inexpensive because it's a community college. And so... Yeah, that's that's just one thing, you know, the networking that I can do now. And so I, mm-hmm. I had someone tell me she was like, you know, I know you want to, you know, get out, but or leave. But she was like, you know, in this in this time that you are here, try to use what you can, whether that's like yeah. the networking, taking classes, if you can do. She was saying there's like some program that they offer through like talent development, like different programs that they have that you can utilize yeah. those resources to help build. Basically, what I'm saying is like I'm in a place now where I can build another skill set because Kemi and I always talk about as advisors and I know we all have a lot of skills, but it seems like our main skill is like listening and talking to people and giving out classes. And sometimes when you're where we are, that's what you feel like. That's all you have is those three things, listening, talking, giving out classes. While we do a lot more, I think, yeah. I think we, yeah, we, we do a lot more, but I think what you were getting at too, Kemi is like with Warren, he was getting, like trained, like training in like a skill set. Whereas I feel like, you know, maybe I don't speak, I don't speak for both of us, but maybe I am. Like, I don't know that I got like a skilled, I don't like have like a skill set that I can go out and be like, this is what I do. Like a, like a trade kind like of a skill set. Skill. Yeah, yeah, like, like a, a hard, hard skill. skill. We have mm-hmm. like really great soft skills. Yeah. I probably solve it out the wazoo. Cause that's yeah. what we do all the time. Yeah. But right. some people just consider that a soft skill. Right. And I'm sure we, I, I'm not saying I'm, I shouldn't say I'm sure. I know we have hard skills, but when what you do is like a lot of repetitive soft skill stuff, it's like, okay, well, what else do I know how to do? Um, 
and I mean, this is one thing we're like, we're, we're doing a podcast right now. Kemi does a lot of our, like, she's learned a lot about like marketing and like making material. So it's like, we have things we can do out here. It's just, we have to sit down with ourselves and reflect like, okay, um, what is it that I can do? But also using what we can right now to build on something. And, you know, I, we don't want to always have to pay for something, but maybe it's worth while we have this time and we're trying to build a skill set for another or a pivot, basically taking the time to do that. Like maybe it's worth the money because you don't know what could be out there. Or even like I said, just making small connections with people because um, I see a lot of people who just give a resume to somebody and they're like, okay, I'll, I'll take a look at it. And mm-hmm. that's their next job. Oh so, yeah. There's like a high percentage of people that get you. You the the percentage of people that get jobs through marketing versus just cold applying is much higher. I think it's much much higher. I mm-hmm. forgot what the percentage was, but it's so much easier to get your foot in the door if you know someone who has a window open. Right. That's that's another crazy thing too. Like that I'm that I've always had. Like I said I've always been like placed into things. I've never jobs that I have had, except for Elon, with that exception, well, I guess Elon had a couple of, a few jobs, but like my first job outside of Elon, didn't know anybody. And I got the job, this current job that I have, my manager even told me, he was like, you applied against like 400 people and two of us were, were chosen. And one of, one of the, one, the, the other one, he was an internal candidate. So they knew him. They didn't know me. Oh, wow. So I'm up applying against all these people. They don't even know me. So I'm like this, I kn- that's how I know. It's like, it's a God thing, but I, so that, that's what I'm looking at now. I'm like, okay, if I apply to a job now, like they're just going to hire me. And, I, and that's how it's always been. But I'm, I'm like, man, it is great to have connections as well. But I think there's sometimes some of us, I don't know. There's like, there's like the thing of like, I want to do it on my own. There's also the thing of like, I want to know somebody on the inside to just get me in. So maybe that's how I feel too. Like I'm nervous to like make connections. That's, this is another part of adulting but like nerves make connections and like um myself out there basically sliding in linkedin dms or something yeah (laughs) yeah basically exactly i'm nervous to do that but it's like you might have to do that and just suck it up if you want to if you want a new opportunity just suck it up and do it but so i'm I'm just interested to see like how it plays out Mm -hmm. because i said i've always just been placed into these jobs thank Mm -hmm. god so I would definitely mm. just say too. try to check out, I went to like a mark, uh, networking, like they have like little networking workshops and definitely probably have them where you live for sure. For sure. Mm-hmm. You're like a yeah. nice capital and they're really fun. They're really laid back. You just, and you just sign up and you go. And I went to one of them before cause I never went to a networking event before and they're pretty chill. And you just have your business card and you exchange information with people. And you're just like, this is what the, and you, you're just talking to get to know them. And you're also like, this is also what I do. So I have value. And some people are like, yeah, like I do a DJ. Do you have an Instagram? Like here, follow me. Or like, here's my card. Or I definitely mm-hmm. changed card, cards with somebody who he was cool too. He worked in higher ed, I think at RISD. And he was also doing voice. Uh, what's it called? Voice, not voice acting, but voice, um, mm-hmm. voiceovers. Yeah. And so it's just cool because you get to meet different people in just so many different ways. Like what if I ever was like, I mean, now I'm speaking on a microphone. I could probably go back and like, hey. It's been a long time. How have you been doing? I'm just interested about how did you get into voice acting? I talk on a microphone now. Or do you yeah. want to, you know, so mm-hmm. it's just, you know, those I think are pretty cool and pretty laid back. So those are fun and could probably give you more confidence to do more outreach with LinkedIn too, or um, different like um, 
I'm just trying not to veer this conversation off of planning, but like there's, there's definitely different ways out there that are more comfortable too. Cause it took me a while to get into that space of being like, I feel weird. And now mm-hmm. I'm just like, eh. I mean, finding other ways to get in. I'm like, all right, you're a part of this group. Hey, I know it's such a part of this, uh, this networking group. I just want to introduce myself. Yeah. Yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, no, but it's true. cool. It's true. That's, that's just what you do. Just what you do. Yeah. You gotta now, do what you gotta do. You know? But yeah, I mean, so I have another question too. I know we're talking about like career planning. Like mm-hmm. I want to ask about your life planning. Did you see yourself like where you are like in your life? Like outside Absolutely of career? Not. Yeah. Absolutely you- not. Absolutely <laughs> not. not I absolutely not this is all orchestrated but I give glory to God this is all Mm -hmm. orchestrated by his hand like literally and that's why it's like I I really do feel like my personal journey is like I've always planned so hard and then God just kind of veered it in a different direction which was according Mm -hmm. to it which turned out better and so now I'm trying like in this space where I am now of like, I'm praying for like maybe confirmation on things, but I'm not trying to be as extensive in planning for things anymore because mm-hmm. clearly looking back, it is not what I thought. Like I really thought I was going to go to college in Virginia. I ended up going to college in North Carolina. Yeah. And then I thought I was going to get, I thought I was going to meet my, my boo in college. That did not happen. <laughs> um, and then I also thought I was going to stay in like, I ended up going to North Carolina. I thought I was going to stay in North Carolina right after. Yeah. No, I moved back home yeah. to North, to New England. I was so mad that I got yeah. back home to New England. And then, but that's how I met my husband in New England. And then I right. ended up like, I was like looking for, and then I, I, I worked at my mom's early learning center and I did grow in there. I really did. But I didn't want to like work. I love my family, but I don't like working with family sometimes. I love my family, but I'm like, yo, we, I want to, I want to hang out. I don't work together. It's, Y'all people right. who work in yeah, family yeah. businesses, y'all know, we all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but anyway, but I did grow in that manner because I did learn a lot of like project management and coordination because I coordinated mm-hmm. the whole summer camp. That summer camp program slammed. I'm not going to take over this podcast but tell them what I did. But that summer camp's program was- slammed. <laughs> it was so thematic. It was so great. The kids had such a good time. And then I, then I ended up like switching out and helping one of like the baby rooms instead, like the three-year-old room instead. And I killed their curriculum too. We were having so much fun in there. <laughs> um, and then the after school kids were like, are you coming back? Like uh, they would come back and sneak to my room and be like, are you coming back? Are you, are you going to the summer camp? It's a little boring over here. And I was like, I was like, well, that's not what y'all said last time I was over there. You're like, really? We have this snack. Well, what theme are we having next week? But now y'all miss me, huh? Right, y'all miss exactly. me. Y'all right. miss me. Cause I was creating. But anyway, um, I killed that summer camp program. It was the best time. But anyway, I did a lot of going back to my path if I was not on my path. Um, I did a lot of coordination with that one. And then I was like, yo, I need to peer out of here because I, I want to, I love my family, love y'all, but I need to make some more money. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also want to restore a love to have a child again. Because <laughs> after working with other kids, people's children, I was like, <laughs> y'all are holding me off because yeah. some of y'all be driving me crazy. Yeah, for real. Um, and then I ended up getting a never, and I was kind of disappointed in myself because I ended up getting a job after that as a receptionist. And I was like, that's not where I saw myself being after having a psychology degree mm-hmm. coming mm-hmm. out of college. And I'm like, man, those people have other jobs. And I was working as a receptionist after, you know what I mean? And then, but I worked as a receptionist in um, a training program. And then I worked my way up in there, became like education coordinator. Then I started to get into advising. And I was like, oh, I want to go to school for advising because they can pay for it. And that's how I ended up in, I never thought that I was going to work in higher education. I never did. I never Mm -hmm. did. That was not part of the plan. Um, 
because before I also said I thought I was going to go to become a a counselor or something mm-hmm. after graduation. That didn't happen. I ended up going home, did that, worked in higher ed. Here I am now. I worked at a training program, worked at a university, worked at another university now. And another big pivot was before the pandemic, everybody had plans. I thought before the pandemic came, I was like, man, I got a new job. It's like an hour there and an hour home. It's like, well, we should probably look to move. We're going to look to move. And I I guess right now we should be looking to buy a house, I guess. And then pandemic hit. Things got way too expensive. It was like, we are Mm. not buying a house right now. Um, It was always on my heart to like live abroad at one point or just travel. And then working remotely just opened up that field exponentially. And here I am, been living here in Mexico for like eight months now. Mm -hmm. So. It just shows that everything I thought I wanted to do, it kind of pivoted in its own way. It still was there, but not exactly as I imagined it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was like through that whole process, I wish I could say I wasn't stressing, but I was because I was over. I'm always an over planner. Mm-hmm. I'm over stressing like all the time, and I need to just relax to an extent and not be like, "You need to do this in two years, this in three years, this in four years." I need to really take it down because God has kept me this whole time, mm-hmm. and it's looked different. But it, here I am. Because originally I always pestered Warren too. I was like, man, like before the pandemic, I was like, what if we, what if we lived abroad? Because his job that he used to work at, they had like a company in France. And I was like, oh my oh, gosh, yeah. can you imagine? <laughs> I was like, can you imagine we lived in Paris and we were oh working? He's like, he's like, Kemi, you don't even know no French. I was like, I can learn. You learn. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, well, what if we, what if we did decide to live in Europe? And he's like, that's too far. I was like. It's too expensive. I'm like, okay. Then I came back another time. I was like, what if we lived in Bali? He's like, Kemi, that's a whole time zone. How are we going to find oh remote gosh. jobs? Right. And like, think that that's, it would be affordable more out there. But he was like, there's no way. And that's too, too far. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like, I gave up on that. I was like, I gave up. I was like, maybe when we retire, we can live abroad or something. I just gave up on it. Mm-hmm. And then the pandemic, and I was like, well, I guess if we're going to give up on it. I guess the next thing is to get a house, I guess. Because that's what I thought is what you're just supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what you do in those orders. You graduate, job, married, house, kid, or kid house, whatever comes first. And But then the pandemic came, switched everything. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, yo, we've been to Mexico before. I really like Mexico. You like Mexico? What if we just, you know, that for a couple months, see what you feel? He's like, yeah, I can see that. I was like, shake right now. Write this down on a piece of paper. Right. <laughs> But yeah, abs- long story short, absolutely not. Absolutely mm-hmm. not. I did not plan for this at all. All God's hand, 100%. Yeah. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And now mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm still a little like not scared for the future. I'm just like, at this point, I'm like trying to balance of planning, but not over planning anymore. Right, right. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I I can say I did not see myself where I am today. I still very, I still feel very much like a college student. I don't feel like I'm an adult yet. I know I am, but it's like, I don't feel like, but again, I guess I go back to, I was thinking while you're talking, I'm like, why do we have five-year plans? Mm-hmm. Like, what, like, like, what are our intentions behind five, like, behind five-year plans? And like, how, like, why do we always say things like, you know, just, oh man, like adulting, or I don't feel like an adult because like, what the heck is an adult? Or like, what, mm-hmm. it, you know? And I think we always like correlated to paying bills, having a house, being married, having kids but an adult it's just an age it's an it's it's a number it's an age range that mm-hmm. <laughs> is really all it is just because we don't have certain things doesn't mean we're not an adult because we are mm-hmm. living adult lives yeah. but 
I don't, I didn't see myself. Like, I still live at home with my mom, which I'm totally fine with that. But I feel like I did see myself like maybe living on my own by now. Like, I can't even say that I thought I'd be married. Um, I've been living my, my best single life my whole life. And so. Kiki is available, y'all. Many nice men are on here. I am. Kiki is available. Um, you can give her a call. Her number is on play. <laughs> <laughs> My Instagram is Dawson Podcast. You can find us on that. No, fine. don't. But um, yeah, I don't know. I but I can't say I saw myself like married or with kids by now because I I've never really been that girl like dreamed about that. Like it's probably on my mind more now as I get older. But I never really like thought about that. And if you're asking, like, you've been single all your life? Yes. I feel like I just never myself out there in that way too. So I'm I'm very introverted. If you haven't already learned that, but I just haven't put myself out there like that. And so I'm waiting. I'm waiting on my friends truly to just be like, Kiki, I have somebody for you, and that thank you, friends. Exactly, because um, I set up a dating account for Kiki. She don't even know yet. No, you didn't. No, I didn't. But I'm <laughs> on it. <laughs> but no, but no. I I mean, I truly am waiting on God because I, I feel like I've just seen friends go through things or other people go through things, and I'm like, I can be patient. Um, I've been patient this long and I, I'll be patient, God, but I'm waiting on God. And so like, that's fine for me, but yeah, I didn't see myself. I don't, I don't know. I'm like, I thought I have, you know, a relationship by now. I'm also like, it's okay. Cause, uh, dating pool out there is murky, <laughs> but I'm sure there's a clear, a clean spot in the dating pool. So it'll come in time job. And I, I didn't mention before when I was talking about my like career path, I really wanted to work in nonprofits, which technically I work in a nonprofit, like working in college, so working nonprofits. Mm -hmm. But I saw myself yes, doing yeah. more like it's gonna sound redundant. I saw myself doing like more community stuff, and I work at a community college, so like, what are you talking about? But like, you know, more <laughs> like program management Maybe or things in the like title. that. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I saw myself doing more like community, you know, program management, and like, yeah, that's what I that kind of that type of nonprofit stuff and like grant writing or I don't have that experience, but that's what I saw myself doing. So didn't see myself like in this career pathway at all, as we both mentioned. And definitely didn't see myself what was I gonna say in this uh tax bracket. I thought I don't know yeah. I don't know what I thought like Money I wise. thought I was going to be like big balling. I don't know right? who I thought yeah, I was, I know, but I right? had confidence in myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still trying to strive to get there. I'm in Jesus' name. <laughs> right. But I'm, like, I just, I'm just like thinking back, like when I got a job and it was like a salary job and I yeah. was like, wow. And it was nothing. <laughs> no, like it was nothing. I and I was like, oh my God. We were, like, we were living on, before we were working on campus, making like pennies. And then, like, now we got a salary job. Like, Ooh, that's bad. Like, you got a good income. Now when you're right. adult, you're like, what, what, what was I thinking? Right, <laughs> <You're> exactly. Because <laughs> now but. you see what's, you see what else is out there. Because I was just, I think I was telling you before, Kemi, that or a couple weeks ago, I saw there's, like, these YouTubers or, like, TikTokers that go around, just going around on college campuses and asking, like, other students, like, mm -hmm. what their major is and what they think the salary will be in that job. And, like, yeah. half of them, half of them didn't, more, I would say more than half of them didn't even know. Mm. There would be like people like, oh, I'm, I'm a business major. Like, I think I'm going to make $50,000. You know, that's probably realistic for that. Or like, I'm a mm -hmm. psychology major. I'm going to make like $80,000 when I graduate from college. You know, it's, mm -hmm. I had no idea. I, I probably, I couldn't even tell you today 
with my major, if I went into XYZ job, how much I'd be making. I don't know anything mm-hmm. about that. And I didn't really even think about it. I just thought like, if you have a salary job, yeah. you're doing well. And mm-hmm. it's not to say you're not doing well if you have a salary job, but like sustainably. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I think so. that that's the biggest part too, which I would encourage parents to do is having that little fake budget like talk with your kid and have them do like an expense sheet of like if they were living in an apartment and all this other stuff to give realistic mm-hmm. goals. Cause I did, I was fortunate enough to have like another intern, small internship in high school um, where I shadowed this lady who did like these group like counseling sessions. Mm-hmm. And I asked her questions and stuff. She's like, to be honest, she's like the pay is not good. She was like, sometimes people can't even afford to pay me and they'll, they'll swap out and buy me groceries mm-hmm. and stuff. She's like, mm-hmm. honestly, like you might want to do this, this and this. But my little feeble mind, like she didn't give me an exact number. Mm-hmm. So my little mm-hmm. feeble mind was like, oh, well, you know, I'm sure me wanting to help people will satisfy that. As long as I'm helping people, I'll be fine. But it's like, girl, I didn't have the knowledge of, yeah, that's great. You're going to be helping people. You want to love to help people, but that's not going to pay <laughs> the rent bills yes you know so it's like i never it was like yeah i'm sure it'll be fine but no i never sat down with myself to do like okay well if you were going to work in this state how much is the average rent around here how much would it be if you wanted to buy a car if you're going to lease the car mm-hmm. if you how much is gas how much is monthly groceries how much is electric how much is water how much is your your fun fees how are you putting enough for savings like i never countered that in and mm-hmm. those are things i think those are key pieces that people are missing yeah. in terms of when it, when it's like career planning or what they want to go to school for. And I'm not saying that everything is about money, but you do need to have a level of where you feel comfortable with and live up, definitely livable. Mm-hmm. And then also look at yourself as a person. Cause if you're like, Oh, well I do want to have children one day, that's a big expense too. So there's right. like other things where it's like, you want to leave room for measurements. So like you don't want to be living at the bare minimum. Cause that's just not sustainable. Mm-hmm. What if you end up being sick? What if you, there's so many things in life that happen. So I think that's a big chunk of, you know, life planning that's missed out on, whether it be, mm-hmm. I think it, it sh- some of that should be implemented in high school to make more informed decisions for what to do after high school. That's my personal mm-hmm. thought. Yeah, I agree with that. And I think circling yeah. back to what you were saying at the very beginning was there's no like course for this. Like after mm-hmm. you graduate, there's no manual it's just kind of like you're out here and i'm just thinking too when people ask like okay you're about to graduate like what are your plans and someone says like oh i plan to be like i'm applying to jobs in this career and i want to move here mm-hmm. it's just like oh okay great but like no one no one ever counted well not i won't say it never but like i feel like no one counters back and is like okay well how are you going to afford that like how are you going to do mm-hmm. that like you are a college student right now like how are you going to move out to california and be on tv mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. it's it's like, help me. I've never been here before. Like, help me, please. To yeah. understand, like, that's a great dream. But like, how are you going to make that dream come to fruition? And yeah. I just, yeah, back to what you were saying, like, about the money, too. Like, I just never really thought about life expenses. Because I will say, like, when we were in college, I had three jobs, I feel like. Like, on-campus jobs. But I had, like, yeah. three jobs. And some of them were, like, work-study. I had a couple. I had one that was, like, a stipend. I thought I was living life. Like we did what we wanted to do and we had fun. You know, mm-hmm. we we go like shopping, we go to the mall, we'd eat out all the time. And we had the money to do it. I'm, I'm sure our parents like sent us, you know, a few dollars here and there too, but we had money to yeah. do that. Shout out to my it's mom like, for giving me uh those care packages with those Yeah. Stuff. Yeah, no, for real. <laughs> yeah, thanks mom, for real because Love you, once you graduate and I remember 
my mom took me to get a credit card and it was just like, okay, here's a credit card. And I was like, oh, I have, I have, I have money. Oh, in like, college then, you got one? I think it might've been like right after I graduated. Okay. I didn't have one in college, but like right after, but it was, it may have been senior year though. Cause it's like a college credit card or it was a college credit card. So it may have been like senior year, but I didn't know anything about anything about that. And so like now mm-hmm. I'm in a, I'm, now I'm in a situation where not knowing about credit and how to use it put me in a little bit of a bind. And mm-hmm. so, you know, just like you said, there's no manual, but I think right. we have to be, I don't know. I, I guess when I graduated, I thought like, okay, I, I, I can do this, but it's like, do what? Like, yeah. you know, what, like what, what can you do? Cause now there's bills yeah. and sometimes, you know, I still have a, you know, I have some bills, but I've accumulated bills as well because of, you know, making poor decisions. So it's like I, in that planning, yeah. you have to plan to live like a sustainable life as well and be realistic. I think that the intent of that question when you're you know, junior or high school and like, so what are your plans? I think the intent is innocent. And I think the yeah, bare minimum response people want is they want to know that you have some form of plan just to make sure yeah. that you're not just, I don't know. Because I think that I don't know is the more critical of, oof, like the student needs more help. Um, and I think, I think it was just like a mild a mild form of like what do you think like when you're in high school and that level mm-hmm. of things um but when you become older definitely when you're in college I feel like that that question is as is asked more um and I think society kind of peer not peer pressures but has like influences of what it's supposed to look like like oh you get out of college you get married one year or two after, like once you get married, people are gonna ask when are you gonna have kids. Right. And they're like, oh, so are you guys gonna get a house next? Oh, um, so how's work? You you getting that promote? It's like I don't know if it's like how society came this way. I don't know the back end. Of right. All that, yeah. But mm-hmm. it, it's kind of just floating in the back as to these are what your next steps should be, what it should look like, and I think unfortunately some people have felt pressure to do it and have followed that versus. Mm-hmm examining themselves and saying right now is not the time i know i know my situation looking at it right not gonna afford this house right now and five Mm -hmm. kids and a picket fence (laughs) like (laughs) um so i think that has played influence on our society and then going back to the question of like planning because i think the biggest question that's popped up in terms of you know, with the student loan forgiveness, hopefully that goes through, Lord, if it doesn't. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people are saying, well, why does the, should the government pay for people's poor decision making? Why can't people do When does it come to the point where the person should be doing their own research? And I mm-hmm. think and I, I, I can kind of see both sides of the coin. But I also mm-hmm. think that it's a it's a big ask for a high schooler who's like 18, who's been told what to do their whole entire life. Yes. To really be able to deep dive into finances when they're mm-hmm. coming from an institution that's supposed to be teaching them a certain level of things. If you don't have and if you don't have someone in the home, I know everybody comes from a different walk of life, every different, uh, different hands on help in the home. Um, but some people are going to get different education from their family because their family um maybe they're raised that way or they have this insight to raise their kid. Not everybody has that. But I, I think it's like the question is like, should the, our institutions be teaching this? I think, mm-hmm. I think their institutions should be having some kind of implementation of life planning. I personally think there should be something. Mm-hmm. They're, they're just told what to do from this whole entire point on. Right. So how are you going to expect to someone to get out? And it's like, Oh, I taught you how, I taught you how to like, I taught you how to, to crawl. I taught you how to, how to 
um, I taught you how to walk. Now, all right, learn how to run. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. So it's like, okay, but you were telling me all this. You're not really. And yes, there are tools out there on the internet. That is true. But some people just, <clears throat> excuse me, just don't know. And I and I we say this because we work in higher education where all the time we'll have students come in the office. Maybe they missed orientation. Maybe they don't know how to navigate the website. And we're like, hey, did you go to the tutoring center? Oh, we have a tutoring center. Some people just don't even know that right. there's resources out there. Mm -hmm. So I think like maybe just basic planning in high schools and middle school could go a long way. And that's just my thought. I know that schools can't be teaching everything because especially at the cost right now, mm -hmm. what teachers are getting paid for, they ain't getting paid much at all, which is terrible. But mm -hmm. that's just a kind of thought. But it, it, it's just, I don't, me personally, I don't think it's realistic for a young person to come up with a plan. There are some teenagers that are like, Ooh, miles ahead of themselves and are just great and on point and on target. Those people, when they come into my office, I'm just like, wow, like this person got it together. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't see that as often. Yes. Um, and then even it comes down to our conversation right now, when you were talking about you had a credit card, you didn't know how to spend a credit card. Mm -hmm. But also my dad gave me a credit card, but because me and my dad's relationship, I'm not going to dive deep into that. But whatever my dad said, it went and it was what it goes. So I just thought whatever he said, that was what I had to do. So he literally just told me, you have a credit card, you pay it off every single month. So I just thought that's how it operated. Mm -hmm. I I didn't know that I only had to pay a small amount down. And I thought like I had to every month. Mm -hmm. So it's like just for that experience, like everybody's taught different. They didn't teach us that in high school. I didn't right. learn that in high school. So it literally comes from what's your family gonna gonna going to teach you. And that's hard. Some people don't have resources like that or a fear from their father like i did <laughs> to, to pay off their credit card so it's those are big things like debt is a is a big thing in the united states and we're not taught a lot about of like financial stability <sighs> yeah no it's true it's true so i mean i guess i guess we'll kind of wrap it up a little bit or yeah. start wrapping up too but i think i think our attention here was well, I think we've proved that planning doesn't always go accordingly. It's not, it, it's yeah. just like, it's, it's a plan. Like you have an intention to do something. And I think, I think that's the, that's the crust, crust of it is like, have it like behind your plan should just be intentions. Yeah. And this, this plan is not the end all be all. And if I don't get to this plan, I'm a failure. Cause that's absolutely not true. And I think a lot of times we have plans and we don't achieve that plan in that time frame. You think you're a failure, but that's coming from you comparing yourself to other people, which, you know, this right. is, this is another, a whole nother tangent, but you know, it's just mm -hmm. have, have an intention behind your plan. Like right now, I think Kemi and I are both in a place where we're looking to pivot. We have intentions behind it to get to another, another level. And we're using different resources to do that. So it's just like, have the intention, have, um, I would say like a mini plan, you know, what am I going to do? What am I doing to get to this plan? Because a lot of times we have plans and it's just like, we think it's just going to fall from the sky. But it's like, what are you doing to help yourself get there? Especially if it's like career or academic planning, you know, what are you doing to get to that goal? Now, when it comes to like your life, you know, like marriage and children, that's a different type of planning. But again, I think just being, being mindful of like our, why we're planning, like planning in this way, um, you know, making sure that it's just, we're having this plan, but not like, it's not, if it doesn't go accordingly, it's okay. Like you still, mm -hmm. you're still
still doing the thing. I'll just say it like that. Mm -hmm. I think I think we both we both proven just now, and <laughs> we're just two people out of billions of people that you know you make a plan or you have you have some kind of goal, and if it doesn't go right, doesn't mean you're wrong if it doesn't go right. Yeah, um, it's and just I, ups and downs of life. <laughs> yeah, just ups and downs of life, and I think also too like this podcast overall in general, when we come from a place of higher education, helping students. Our podcast is to help students to try to figure it out. So like, I hope that that's never grasped as, well, you guys are always telling us all the time how to plan. You should plan. No, we want you to have some form from of experience. Plan. <laughs> from experience. You need to have some kind of form of intention of a plan. So that way you're not um, going to have any financial liabilities going down the line. And mm -hmm. it's just to help you formulate a plan versus you're like, I don't know. I'm just going to do this because my friend's doing it. No, 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 no. Don't follow Ricky Bobby. <laughs> Figure out what you want to do a little bit and then work from there because higher ed is very costly. So that's why we always say like, you know, like do your research. Um, we always pump that. Do your research, do your research, do your pre-search. Um, don't hurt yourself like don't come hard on yourself if you don't meet your plan accordingly but we're just trying to help you be like man i wish i considered this question or thought about this question to ask when i was younger we're trying to put that those little seeds into you to help you out with that mm -hmm. yep yeah that, that was i don't i'm not sure if we mentioned in the beginning did you say the name of the series this is after the degree series i don't think you mentioned that i can't remember but go ahead kiki go plug that in yeah yeah, this is just a serial. I think Kemi, when she was on here with her radio voice, she was, you know, just <laughs> saying that in in our planning for this new year, a lot of our, you know, our this whole last year of our podcast has been focused on planning for life after high school, like specifically like admissions, financial aid, scholarship tips, helping you choose a career. And we're definitely still doing that, but we, I'll just, you know, give the backstory. We saw that the demographic that listens is more, maybe people that aren't in college that have like graduated already, or maybe you haven't been to college yet, but you're just like, you're an adult basically. And so we're like, let's, let's maybe do another series. So this is, you know, we're still the year advisor. We'll see you now podcast, but we're just doing a different like sub series, maybe focus more towards people in our, in our age group who who maybe can relate to what we're we're going through right now. So this is the after after the degree series. And we'll still be giving, you know, our college advice and college tips. I think actually the series, like Kimmy just said, we're just talking from experience. So if you're listening and you are a little bit younger than us, not in college yet, in college and you're like, oh man, that happened to them. I'm not I'm not trying to do that. You know, nothing like bad things, but you know, we I think we we're just gonna be sharing a lot of our experiences and our lessons learned and mm -hmm. our accomplishments and highlights as well. But I think, I think in there is a lot of lessons learned. So this is, mm -hmm. a, you know, this is the, the biggest part of why we do what we do with this podcast is just like Kimmy said, to help others learn from our mistakes and then also to see where, where we're killing it too. We're going to celebrate ourselves on here too. So. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And if any of our adult audience, older audience wants to drop some gems, like some, a life lesson, something or experience shoot us an email and maybe we'll read it online or read it anonymously, anonymously of course um but shoot that to our email too we'd like to share those too mm -hmm. so we'll be we'll be doing this we'll still be doing our career series as well so i'll plug that too if you're listening and you want to share mm -hmm. anything about your career journey if you if we haven't shared a career that you're interested in learning about let us know if there's a topic that you want us to talk about from this after the degree series we're happy to talk about that too but yes, thank mm -hmm. you for listening. We, I guess Let this me, is um, weird. 
Yeah, go ahead. Well, let me wrap it up. Let me put my radio voice back on. <clears throat> Thank you for listening to our podcast. Your advisors will see you now and our spinoff series after the degree. Uh, please make sure you follow our Instagram, Yasmin Podcast, our TikTok. Send us an email. We also have a Venmo if you want to bless us. And we also have some really cool merch for those who are students and working in the office. Until the next time, we will see you in the next one. See you. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>Thank you everyone for tuning in and listening to the latest episode of Your Advisors. We'll see you now. Please make sure to follow us on all of our social media pages and check out our website. Take a look at the show notes below. And please make sure to subscribe and share this podcast. Also show us some love and please leave a five-star review. Catch you next time. See ya.